And we're back. Shadow Podcast number 41. Supposed to be 42. But uh, obviously, if you pay attention at all to the Instagram, I, I didn't. Let me rephrase that. I will always take blame for things that I do incorrectly. But I ha- we, we had a corrupt SD card. Word on the street, so I hear, is that I should still possibly be able to recover those files. So I'm certainly going to try. That's the word on the street. So I'll try. Um, but yeah, I, so now obviously I'm super paranoid. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to do with that SD card. But, but uh, yikes. I just, again, I know I've done this a million times. I'm just going to do it one more time. Zach, many wounds. Zachary, many wounds. I'm still looking at recovering that podcast. Um, I, I haven't lost any hope yet, man. So just, uh, just give me some time. It was, it was, it was so good. It was such a good, genuine chat. It was such a good, genuine dude that, uh, like it, it bothers me to no end until I find that thing. So let's move on. Um, okay. So obviously, as we know, uh, we have, uh, the big bad boss man of the Muay Thai World Cup, Kieran Kettle on this one. Now, why would Kieran be on this podcast? Obviously, we got some gigantic news last week um, as far as the Muay Thai World Cup and one championship. That was uh, mind-blowing to wake up to. I can't remember when that was. Tuesday morning, maybe? Maybe. I can't remember. Uh, and then to have Kieran release the video as well just was mind-blowing. And we go through that in the podcast. But um, it's really cool to talk to an excited Kieran Kettle. He, this guy has such vision and, and goal-driven. He knows what he wants. And, uh, man, he, he gives us all the details on the Muay Thai World Cup and the uh, road to one championship. I'm sorry. I just learned this as well. One championship, not one FC. Uh, the Muay Thai World Cup and one championship. And uh, he broke down all the details. How is that going to work? And not just that, but a monstrous schedule that's coming up for Muay Thai. I got to say... Uh, as uh, as someone who's been in the fight game, not even as a martial artist, but someone who's very much been interested in the fight game and in the fight game and fighters and all that stuff, coach, um, I you sort of you see these sorts of announcements or opportunities or fight cards just happen everywhere else, and so you just like, wow, this is coming to my home. How absolutely crazy. Um. I think I, I personally, I'll, I'll speak on my own behalf. I knew about the WBC Youth Games, or the idea of it anyway, a year before it actually happened. I will admit that when I heard there was going to be a kids' world championships under the WBC banner in Calgary, I went, "Oh yeah, that ain't going to happen." I totally admit it. I there's no way. I was like, "There's no way. There's too many moving parts." I didn't, especially with one year to organize it, I didn't think it was going to happen. And it happened. Uh, the Muay Thai World Cup came, made a bunch of promises. It happened. Um, now this thing, obviously, with one championship, it's happening. Uh, and you'll hear on this podcast, that there's, there's vision, there's plans, and there's all sorts of good stuff that's happening. So, man, it's if there was ever a time... To get involved in a gym or as a fan or, I mean, geez, in my case, a podcast, a commentator, anything like that, it's it's now. It's now. Hop on this now. Uh, 
this was such a a good podcast and the fact that I knew I, I sort of knew what was coming down the pipe. I mean, we all kind of do, but I really had no details. And so when I left uh, Elite, which is where we had the podcast, talking to Kieran, I was amped. Like you just like like I don't doubt Kieran. I don't. I really don't. I don't. I, I'm fully on board. If if nobody has noticed yet, I am full on board with what's happening with the Muay Thai World Cup and what Kieran's doing. Um, but I, I know there's a lot of naysayers out there and I was one of them at the beginning and it's just like, look what's happening. Look what's happening around here. Man, whoever thought, hey? Okay, here's the reality. You don't want to hear me talk. We want to hear Kieran talk. All I can say is I'm privileged and I'm honored that with this giant buzz that just came out and everybody wants to know the details, you got to hear him on here. Let's get to it. Dude, this was a good one. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's go. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think it's just the power. But yep. then Spencer's an amazing boxer. Yeah, no kidding. He sure looked awesome last one. Yeah, didn't he just? Yeah. Who, did he, who did he fight again? Something good. Just hasn't got the uh, the killer touch, though, has he, really? That's right. Yeah. That poison that uh, Terence Crawford has. But Terence Crawford, he reminds me of like the mentality of, of Canelo sometimes, where he'll give up, he doesn't mind losing five, six rounds, and he will get you type attitude, you know? Yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because Crawford just knows he's got so much power, yeah? Don't you think that's a dangerous game to play at a at that money level? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, yeah, the problem being, oh yeah, but uh, uh, the problem being is when you're um, when you know you've got power and you know you're tough, is you sometimes know you're not maybe as skilled boxer as the other guys. That's so you true. let them, and you just look for mistakes and you have to keep registering. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Well, listen, that's, obviously, tie boxing is different. So that's before the actual intro, but I got to keep that in because that's that was brilliant. <laughs> <There you laughs> All go. right. Shadow Podcast number 41, maybe number 42, depending if I can get that uh, Zach Minnewin's podcast fixed. I'm trying. You're just double-checking everything. Yeah, now, sorry, I'm all checking. Quadruple checking. <laughs> so obviously in the, in the house we have uh, Kieran Kettle. Now, Kieran, obviously you're coming off a gigantic announcement from the other side of the planet. Uh, this is probably the first time, so we've done three, three or four podcasts, at least the Shadow yeah, Podcast now. Three. Yeah, I think three, yeah. And this is my first time actually uh, going into this, like... I have no idea why we're here. I mean, I got an idea, but uh, <laughs> obviously there's been a bunch of big news in the last sort of week to 10 days. Yeah. So uh, where do you want to start, man? Where do we start, hey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, going back to one of our last po podcasts of, because um, I want to get to some further points of um, the highlighted subject that came about. Actually, never direct to me as always, but via other people telling them, saying, oh, Canadians aren't ready for this. Okay. Right. Well, let me tell you, you're never going to be ready with that attitude. Uh -huh. Right. So, but we're going to strip it back. So let's go back to one of our previous po podcasts when I talked about uh, you're sitting there with your son four years ago and you're watching a Thai boxing show and your dad turns around to you. Do you remember this? And, and says, oh, dad, uh, I want to do this for a career. Bulldog uh, and Dirt Show. Yeah. That was the last one. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. I thought it was that one. But anyway, we talked about it before. Yep. And the reality is, if, if I was the dad, and you're a dad too, is I'd probably turn around and go, nah, there's, there's, there's no, look at the career path. There's nothing here. There's no right. end goal, right? There's no, you know, it's not, I, I get it's not always about financial rewards, but there is no like 
end goal to this at all. There's no like opportunities, you know, like like other sports do. So remember that conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. Sure do. And then we launched the WBC Youth Games. So now the kids have opportunities to compete regularly. And right? did. Huh? And did. It was and great. Did. And uh, what's happening now is sort of next year is a Kyle is going to be going into the promoting world, I'm Kyle Messenger, and he's going to do <laughs> Muay Thai World Cup Juniors. Nice. So he's going to do a, a few shows a year. Uh, nothing major, you know. Sure. But, but getting regular competition. And right. then, of course, we have the Kids Nationals. And right. then we have the, the launch of the WBC Amateur Games, World Games, which is going to be in Venice. So we're going to have qualifiers for that. Damn, okay. You then go up to another level where we have our prospect series with the Muay Thai World Cup. It doesn't really matter what we call that, for example, in terms of uh, the name of the show. But the point being is it's an amateur series where it's five two-minute rounds, elbow pads. So it sort of prepares you for the pro scene. Right. Um, so now we're looking at people having a, a vast resume to actually from Canada to actually going to the big stage. And then the next stage is, of course, turning pro, getting right. in the rankings, going for a WBC title, maybe get an international belt, try and go for the world belt. And then guess what? Now we've got one championship on board. Right. 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 Now we have a career path for people, a possibility for people to change their lives. Right. You know, now it's there for you. Look at all those stages I've just... I've just said to you, a possibility for, from a kid. And even if you're like, you know, listening to this and you're 24, it's not over. You know, you can still jump on this. Of course. Yeah. Have a couple of amateur fights. Switch pro quickly. Right? Listen, it's, this whole thing about, oh, I don't want to turn them pro, etc. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. We're doing five shows next year. Um, three in Calgary and uh, two in Fort McMurray. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So strangely enough, the mayor... Well, Fort McMurray reached out to me and says, I'm excited. I love what you're doing. Huh. I love what you're doing. We want to bring it up to Fort McMurray. How can we do it? Beautiful. So we negotiated a deal. The mayor of Fort McMurray is a martial artist himself. Well, there you go. And he fought Butterbean. Shut up. No way. I know. I went bullshit. So I, <laughs> yeah. I had to put the phone down to go on YouTube quickly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking there he is. Fighting wow. Butterbean several years ago. So he knows the fight game very well. So he's a small fella. Oh, he's a big dude. <laughs> um, so we're going to fly up there and, and get all the dates set in. Yeah. So we've got five shows next year. So you can see now some growth. Great. Um, and I, I even see that they were holding like MMA up in Fort Mc- or around the area of Fort Mc- Yeah, Mc- I think they were. They did some like boxing or MMA. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm thinking the mayor was actually part of this too. I think it was uh, the year, about 2019, okay? So about the year before all the COVID hit and stopped everything. So they want to get the boom back up there. Nice. And they're looking around and they're seeing, obviously, mine's highlighted everywhere and uh, all over social media. So they want to be part of that. My point being is going back to that is now we're giving people opportunities to compete regularly. Yeah, no holding back. Like, So going back to that highlighted point, and, um, uh, um, you know, once we did the announcement of one championship, it blew up massively, as everybody saw. And lots of gyms were talking about it all positively. Um, there were some people though who said that the fighters aren't ready. Yep. And to some degree, I, I will agree with you, right? On some degree. Yep. But now listen to this, what I'm going to say next is to get into one championship when first one championship launched and a lot of these Muay Thai fighters, they went into one championship and they started fighting with the four ounce gloves. They were like, fuck, this is a bit different. Mm-hmm. You can mention Liam Harrison was talking about um, the long guard doesn't work. Right, right. right. If you remember that, because the MMA gloves smaller with the, with the tie boxing, eight ounce or 10 ounce gloves, you can protect yourself easier. Your distances is different. You have to get used to that. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously, some of the level of one championship guys are absolutely insane, mm-hmm. right? And listen, you're never going to be ready for those guys. No. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, yeah, right? those are the best. That's just the best of the best, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but scrape all that away for the moment. The beauty of this road to one championship is the winner has to have three fights over three events. Okay. Okay. In the one championship gloves, the four ounce gloves. This isn't, we're not fighting with the Moita World Club gloves, which are eight or 10 ounce. Right, right. Okay. We're fighting with four ounce gloves. So guess what? When you get signed to one championship, if you win the three fights, you've had three fights experience with one championship gloves. Right. But that's a bonus. Right. Two, the announcement of one championship, they're doing 52 shows in Thailand, a show every Friday. One Lumpini. Yep. They're doing, uh, God knows how many shows in Singapore as well. I think 15 or 20. They're, They're aiming for other parts of Asia. Okay. That's only 2023. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? So we're looking at like 75, 80 shows. Oh. So oh. What, what they're doing now is... Love it. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. What they're doing now is, is uh, at first when you launch a, a promotion uh, like that, that's big, you do put the best of the best with each other. But sure, you need to course. build up styles also. You need to build up... Yeah, you need <laughs> to build up styles also. Right? right. So that's what they're doing now. Nice. That's uh, right. you're, you're seeing some of the guys that aren't quite ready yet for, you know, those guys, mm-hmm. you know, those non-O levels and stuff. Sure. But there are a few that, okay, you are really good and you're 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, that's right. all of age. Maybe in a few fights you can, but they'll build them up. Right. right. So this is a great opportunity. Yeah. So let's see by doing these, these tournaments. See, I said the word these. We'll these. get to that in a minute. I'm okay. going to give you an announcement. Yes. We're going to, by doing these tournaments... It's going to give three fighters, uh, which we'll go to. That's another subject for the minute. But we're going to give three fighters the opportunity to have three fights to win a contract of $100,000. It's a multi-fight uh, contract with one championship. Okay. Nice. Um, and it's not just about $100,000. Look further than that. You get performance bonuses, knockout bonuses, fight of the night bonuses, sponsorship well, opportunities yeah. that you couldn't before. That's right. You know? That's very true. Uh, all of these exposure like you couldn't. Yeah. Go before. I mean, I, I'm not the best at uh, technology and stuff, but I mean, even my Instagram from Muay Thai World Cup, I don't know if you saw that, it went from 6,000 to 50,000. Yeah. From yeah. the announcement one championship. My own personal one went up like 20,000 or something silly. Well, I can tell you, I mean, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but obviously I get a lot of fighters who contact me because of the podcast and they always say the same thing. It's fighters are just they're out there and they're promoted with the Muay Thai World Cup and they keep saying, well, nobody else does that. Yeah. Like the promotion side of the fighters for the Muay Thai World Cup is massive and they want that. They, yeah. want, they want to be part of that. Right? Yeah. It's understanding also, the fighters got to understand. I know that so I'm trying to, I, I move very quick, etc., And I'm, I'm sort of trying to get some of the fighters to understand, jump on that bandwagon of advertising and self-promoting yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of Canadians are very reserved, as you know. Right. Um, but now they're sort of starting to see it. You're starting to see fighters starting to do little videos about themselves. Yep. Great, do it. That's right. Do it. We're in a different world now. Mm-hmm. Like, when I used to compete, of course, my thing was I'd call up people, text people, I'd be in the gym, hus- you know, hus- like, literally hustling yep. people all the time. Uh, I was very social, so I'd go out to, I had a group of circle of friends. We used to go out, you know, clubbing, partying, and all of that sort of thing. They would all come to my fight. Right. And that's what I used to do. And uh, that was extremely hard work right, right. but yeah I, I understood the business right that if i could bring people to a promotion the promoters will love you and they'll give you the opportunities right, right? and then of course you've got to entertain you've got to win fights it's not easy i get it all yes so now i think like canadians are starting to understand okay like as a promotion world cup we are giving people videos we're doing individual posters good posters too yep. Yep. um 
Why are you laughing? <laughs> There's some pretty atrocious posters out there. Yeah, Microsoft <laughs> Paint. Um, anyway, <laughs> you remember that? I do. <laughs> oh, I was a whiz at that. Some people are a whiz at it now by the looks of it. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, we're doing that. Uh, and listen, and you know, we're, we're, I don't like to ever really say this, but we're pumping a lot of money into that. Okay. Sure, like, sure. Um, Obviously, uh, it's, it's obvious. Yeah, I mean, our, our media guys and obviously uh, Sean Davidoff, Tony, Colos to Sean. Tony Colosano, who does all our posters. Um, they, we, we obviously pay them to do good jobs and they do amazing jobs yep. and they're amazing people too. And they understand the speed of what I work at and I, I annoy them constantly with, I need this now. And they go and do it because they understand what we need to deliver. Right. right? right. They also understand what the end goal is. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when the One Championship announcement came out, uh, uh, I had a few people message me, oh, I don't think these guys are ready. Bearing in mind the one championship, this announcement is for North America, right? Mm. So it's not just Canadians going into these tournaments. There's going to be some Americans. Now, there's an American promotion called the Warriors Cup in New York. Yep. Um, and uh, they're going to be also doing a road to one. And they are, we've made agreement with them that they're going to do different weight classes to me. Okay. And they are also going to provide spots for Canadians. <clears throat> which, right on. So how we're working it is I will call them and say, listen, I need these Americans at these weights. Mm. And they will filter them to me via gotcha. them. Because that way I've got one person instead of calling six, right. eight different coaches. And then they want spots for Canadians. And they will call me up yeah. and I'll give them the Canadian Great. spots. So now, like, we're looking at North America next year. We're looking at um, uh, Moita World Cup presenting Road to One. Three events. Uh, rough dates at the moment. We should secure them over the next two weeks. Okay. Is March, June, and November. Quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. Okay. Um, and in America, New York, they're going to start February. I think they're doing February, May, and October. And again, they're doing three different weight classes. Just on the Warriors Cup? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so there'll be Warriors Cup presents Road to One. Yeah. And gotcha. mine will be Moita World Cup pres presents Road to One. Yeah, gotcha. So, um, Massive opportunity now. Yeah. Uh, from this point of view, massive opportunity for Canadians. Yes. All right. Um, we're going to announce, uh, you know, I'll just do it now. It doesn't make no difference. Okay. We got, we've got three different weight classes. It's 155 pound male. Oh, my. Eight yep. man tournament, don't forget. So three fights, three threes, one okay. championship rules. Right. That's the four ounce gloves. Right. Okay. Right. Um, 145 pound division, male. Gotcha. Okay. You're just thinking of names straight away, aren't you? Right away. And then 125 pound female division. Right. Gotcha. The Americans Warriors Cup haven't announced their weight classes yet. They will do. Uh, when they will do, I will obviously uh, support them and back that um, through all our media channels because I want Canadians to go over to New York as well and be part of that tournament. Well, we, we all just kind of kick each other in the dicks if we don't help each other right like absolutely like, you know, yeah you know. i mean listen like you know the, the the issues we've had with uh ontario yes and and them holding back on a lot of things the the junior games first kicked off when the junior games happened three four days afterwards i'm gonna probably guesstimate 18 to 22 gyms from ontario reached out to me why isn't this happening in alberta I said, ask your own questions. Why aren't you coming to Alberta? Right. So why isn't this happening in Ontario? Right. I'm like, ask your own questions. Come to Alberta. Next year, we have the uh, America's Games, so the kids can qualify for the America's Games. The America's Games, by the way, is North America, 
Central America and South America, all those countries will be involved in America's games. Wow. We believe it will be in Texas. I don't nice. know exactly uh, the exact date. It will be in summer again, of course. And Brian Dobler and Patrick Bellore will be looking after that. So we'll do a qualifiers in, in, in Calgary, of course, as the qualifiers for that so the kids can wow. have a Canadian team to go there. Yeah. Now, um, so Ontar um, people from Ontario are like, oh... You know, why isn't this happening in Alberta? I'm going to ask your own questions. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm doing it. Well, I'm doing it. I'd love to do a Muay Thai World Cup. I'd love to do a road to one in Toronto. You right. know, let's be honest. It'd be great because there's good fighters from there. Of course. But I can't. So it doesn't matter. I'm right. just doing it what I know, which is my hometown. Right. Which I'm supported fully um, with, obviously, like people from my gym, friends, uh, sponsorships, uh, business partners. Everyone's behind this. So when the junior games come out, I had all these questions like, why isn't this happening? And I'm like, well, next year you can bring some juniors over. Right. I think now they're sort of seeing the smoke and mirrors from their own province and realizing, hold on a second, like there's stuff going on over there. Why can't, why right. can't we do this? Right. Going back to career development. There's right. no career development happening in Ontario. And, and, and that question is really where, where it's going to start with the, the coaches and the athletes and the parents. It's, it's just simply out of pure curiosity. How come they're doing that and we're not? Yeah. How are you going to answer that? Career development going yeah. back again. Like, so in Alberta and I think BC as well, like they're really jumping on, on, on this as well. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, when one championship got announced, um, same people, same gyms, times three. I probably had 50, 60 gyms. Message me, <laughs> email me, DMP and whatever you want to call it. All message me. Wow, that's amazing. Good job. How can I be part of this? I'm like, well, you're, listen, like, whoever the best Ontario's fighters are, I will put them on my cards. There's no denying that. Of course I'll put them on. Yeah. And if the tournament opportunities are there for these guys, of course I want guys from Toronto and all those places around there to compete on this card. I'm not going to just go, this is just Alberta, this is just Alberta. No, get away. Right. In three different weight classes. And I, I'm not stupid. I know that... Um, I need to go into all the different catchment areas to get the best fighters for this tournament. Because realistically, of course, from my own perspective, not as a businessman, but as a, a fight fan, I want the eight best guys that North America can produce, to, which will produce then the best tournament, which will bring excitement, which will bring eyeballs onto the product. And of right. course, just as a fan sitting back, I'm going, oh, that's amazing. I oh, did yeah. that. That's great. Hey? Right, right. Uh, fantastic. And in the finals, you know, these three, these three, uh, two guys and one, one lady get the opportunity to, to have their lives changed completely. What a feeling that is. That's a crazy statement. Yeah. What, what a feeling that is. And um, not to sort of drop names because I'm not really one of them, but when an, I met Chattery and we, we had a, a, a talk, I just said, you've changed a lot of people's lives. Like, I know you are a businessman. Of course, he's an amazing businessman, mm -hmm. by the way. One of the, I think, as a public speaker that I've ever seen, Forget all the YouTubes, Instagrams, all of that. Yep. I'm talking about what I've ever seen in flesh. I've never known a person deliver a speech like him. Is that right? And in Thai, too. He did it Thai and, and literally one to the other. Um, he broke it up in segments. It was phenomenal. His, huh. his words, his power words were used. It was just brilliant. You huh. know that Now I know how he goes into these business meetings and can secure finances from these guys because he's a phenomenal talker. Okay. Backed by stats and facts, all of this. But not scripted completely. You know, right? 50, 50 minutes, maybe an hour speech nonstop. There was no, wow. uh, um, uh, it was just clear as anything. Amazing. So when I went up on, uh, on stage and man, we started talking. Huh. Uh, the guy done his homework. Yeah. Right. Uh, it sort of shocked me. 
is hey Kieran, how are you doing? You know, what you're doing in Canada is amazing and you know, and the Muay Thai World Cup's phenomenal. And I was like, huh? Like, you know, like right. I didn't expect him to say, he might know my name because obviously he invited me over. Right. That was, I thought we might end it, but he'd done his research, right? He'd done his research and, and he then basically said what his plan was is to fully support in 2023 what we're doing nice. as a road to, he wants to f try and find the best talent from each region, of course. Right. Who wouldn't want to do that? Um, but his, his, his whole thing is, I turned around to him and said, look, you're changing a lot of people's lives from what you're doing. Because uh, when I was fighting Thai boxing, um, I understood there was never much money to make from it. When was know? this about when you were fighting, by the way? Just so people don't know. What was what? When, when were you fighting for people that don't know? What, uh, what, well, what I mean, 1990, uh, 1995 to 2011. Oh, God. Okay. 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> My God. How dare you? Anyway. Um, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, like the idea with it anyway was it was fun then. Fun fighting. In it. And if you got money, it was like a bonus, right? Right, right. And I understood I had to do other jobs, etc. And I still think even UFC fighters do other jobs. Like, you know. Mm -hmm. However, um, I said that you are changing lives. And these announcements of you're going to be paying Thai fighters at Lumpini 50% more than they've ever got paid before is phenomenal. No gambling, by the way, anymore. Is this, Okay, and I was curious about that. Done. So there's no, no gambling. Well yeah, done. Because it's brought corruption in, of course. Uh, absolutely. And it's, and it's killed the sport of Muay Thai in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, For the, You know what I mean. Yeah, right? no, uh, gambling does that, of course, yeah. like when money's involved, right? Yeah. But So they're paying people 50% more than they've ever been paid before, which is a phenomenal thing to do for his own people. Yes. But, you know, like I turned around and said, look, a lot of these Thai boxers, you get the guys that stick with it back in the 80s and 90s and, you know, 210s, etc. Um, and they stuck with it because they loved it. And, you know, they might get a few thousand here, a few thousand there. Right. If you had ticket sales and you're from your local. And that's, that's, that's great. And it's good that you do that because you always need that passion. You've got to want to do it, right? Of course. But now you're giving Thai boxers a reason to stick to Thai boxing instead of switching to boxing, switching to MMA or just giving it up yep. because I need to pay bills. Yep. You're giving hay, like, wow, $50,000 for a performance of the night. Right. $100,000 <clears> if you performance <throat> and knockout of the night or fight of the night. Right. And on top of whatever their wages are, and I can tell you some of the wages, I know some of their wages. I'm not going to put it on this podcast. It's unfair to them. They get paid really good money, mm -hmm. right? And that's amazing. Yes. You know? Yes. So you've changed people's lives. And he said, well, I I do it for that reason, to change people's lives, right? Because otherwise, like, it's a business, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. He could go into other businesses and be just as successful. But this is something that's part of his heart as well. Right. And it's the same with me. It's part of my passion. It's part of my heart as well. Yep. You know, I obviously coach fighters because I enjoy doing that. It's, you know, it's an amazing thing. I love seeing people actually, like, uh, develop a skill set and if they do compete and all they don't compete whatever but you're seeing that end goal that product and if right. they do win they win a belt and they want to become champions fantastic you but see the change in them and yeah, yeah but now yeah. think about like we have now uh, and this is not just for me by the way this is for other coaches too is is to see their fighters grow and potentially have an end goal hey just sign a deal with one championship right you know yep you can actually see the the path to that now, right? Yeah. Where, where there was there wasn't. It's a path now to it, and people can now 
have their lives changed. Yes. If I can be part of that, what an amazing feeling for me. What an amazing thing to say with Muay Thai. Muay Thai can change your life. Like, who, yeah, I mean, it always could thought? change your life, but now it can change your life. Like I'm talking about like financially. financially yes. And now look That's what's happening. Yeah. Like they've got an investment of 500 million US to put in for a war plan for the next several years nice. to what they're doing yeah, with right. an expansion across the world. Like, you know, wow. people getting excited. I get excited about it, you know. Yeah. I mean, listen, I like doing shows, show by show, but I like a show with a target or a show with something added to it, a show with a twist. Let's make a little bit more drama. Right, Let's right. put this fight on, that's great, etc. Every show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's just add, like, some more videos to this. Let's, let's add, like, I don't know, uh, the LED screens, you know, let's add the smoke screens, and we're trying to improve every time. Right. I love doing that. Otherwise, if shows are just... The same thing every time. I'd be bored too. Yeah, you can. You know? Rolling moss, getting stagnant. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I agree. So exciting times, Jason. Let's put it that way. I, you know? It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> with this with this road to one, so um, if these fights are happening, Calgary and area and stuff, like you said, it's one rule. So, so and this is, a, this is a question I had a few times. So is it is it um, one champion, like Muay Thai World Cup rules, gloves, elbow pads, or is it for the tournament, those will be under the one rule set? Like, like you know, is it, a, is it a full night of one FC rules? No, so it's going to be, um, for example, um, it will be, um, so it's technically the first show, which is the quarterfinals, will actually be 12 fights under one championship rules. Wow. Because you think about it, you've got yeah. the divisions, yeah, four, right. and four, and four, That's right? That's the quarterfinals. But in between those, we'll have our Muay Thai World Cup fights. So we'll still have the WBC title fights. Because people still need to make defenses. Some people aren't quite ready or want to do the one championship rules yet. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we still have the amateurs that are growing through the sport. Right. The grassroots up. Uh, and then, of course, you think about it, show two, which will be the semifinals. Now we're down to six. So, of course, we're going to put in fights in between, right. which are the WBC Muay Thai rules. Right, right. So, okay. it'll be a mixed show. But it's all Muay Thai, isn't it? But yes. one's with one championship rule set with a four ounce, right. three threes. And, of course, the, uh, the WBC Muay Thai rules, which are five threes. So, right. yeah. Cool. And of course, we still have our prospect series. We still want to develop those sort of amateurs. Right. Completely. Right. Uh, and I was, I forget who was talking to yesterday about this, but obviously, again, we, this has caused a huge buzz about the, the punching and, and stuff. And I'm hoping I get to commentate. I'm not, I'm never going to assume. I just hope. You're always going to commentate. Yeah. Um, my first thought was when I watch MMA guys fight, UFC, whatever, you go, oh, they got punched pretty hard. But when I watch the one championship Muay Thai fighters punch each other in those little gloves, like my butthole puckers. And I'm like, oh my God, please go back to regular gloves. I'm so scared for you. Like you can hear that and see the damage immediately. And then I think, dude, I'm going to sit right at the ring and witness that in those little gloves. Muay Thai, not MMA, Muay Thai strikers in little gloves. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Listen, I'm excited I'm about it because the game changes with these gloves. It really right? does. It does. Um, and... Like the junior ga the junior games you had, we're gonna. Th there are some diamonds there already in in Canada and North America, but I think with these rule sets, we're gonna unearth another diamond from this. I really do. Good call. Uh, yeah. I don't know who. Right, right. Uh, I can't give. I, I can't unfortunately give you any names. Yet. I mean, guys will guess anyway in the weight classes. I've sure. given you who will be in it. Sure. Uh, I can't give away all the names because um, the contracts um, have not been sent out yet. Okay. But we want to send the contracts out. Um, which will, of course, they're not our standard contracts we have with WBC. Of course, it's a new rule set. There are the, the weight categories too. There okay. are uh, rules to the weight categories too. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. The rehydration rules. Oh, so that will take effect here as well? Uh, 
to to a different degree, okay. but quite similar. Again, should, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and the reason being is again, this is educating right. the fighters. If you do win this, then this is what you're going to face when you go right. to actual one championship, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're preparing everyone. It's perfect. Yeah, well, you need to. Yeah, yeah? I agree. Um, so that'll be part of the, the contract too. So once uh, these contracts go out, uh, I'm very soon because I want I want to on our next show, which I still can't give you a date, which is because of the powers that be above me. Okay. Can't give you a date, but Monday we'll we'll be dropping the date for Muay Thai World Cup six um, in Calgary. Okay. Uh, and then. Uh, it's still it's in the fall. It will be in the month of November. Okay. All right. Um, but once that um, once that event is happening, throughout the show we're going to drop the names who's in the tournament for the following year. Perfect. Yeah, and I think uh, that's a nice way for a buzz. Yes. So people can either watch it live, who's going to be fighting, um, you know, actually in the crowd, or can be watching on the pay per view, who's going to be in the tournament next right. year. Right. Right. We're going to find it all out on that next event. Nice. Okay. So, and I'm going to tell you now. I have every weight division secured now with names. Okay. So I went to work super quick. Yeah. I was yeah. on the plane back from <laughs> Thailand. Wi-Fi on planes is amazing. It's quite bad in one way because I should just turn it off and just switch off from work for a minute. I can't. Right. My brain doesn't do that. Right, yeah. So I'm on the Wi-Fi plane and I haven't slept for three and a half days. And I'm like, right, let's get these names. And I was just <laughs> message everyone. Right. Uh, forgetting that sometimes it's two in the morning right. in, in Canada. <laughs> but most of them replied, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I'll be in that for sure. So, um, And there will be some Americans in that too. Uh, so it's going to be a fine blend between Americans and Canadians in the tournament. And it's going to be unbelievable tournament. Yeah, I think it's going to be unbelievable. And this is like a, a turning point for Canadian Muay Thai history. I explained it's going to, I remember dropping something a few weeks ago. I we were going to announce it on our July show, of course, when McKinnon fought, but uh, I couldn't. I got told not to until this announcement from one right. championship gets announced. Right. But let's be honest, they're the, they're the mothership of, of everything, marketing and advertising. So yes. when it, they announced it, it just it literally just blew everything out the window. It really you know? did, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, um, I met some other people there. And, you know, like I said with Canadians, uh, and one other answer to that, are we ready yet? Here's the other thing. We need to have these fights. All right? We need to have these fights. Now, I'm not going to say that we're going to be a one championship title holder, mm -hmm. world title, right? Not necessarily. However, these guys and girls that are going to go into this tournament next year, in years to come, they're going to become coaches, right? And they're invaluable experience of being in these tournaments and working their way through, yeah. going into one championship. The next generation coming through the youth games and these amateur games in Venice, right, is they're going to develop, right? And they're going to be coached by these fighters, right? right? The wheel doesn't have to be redeveloped. And then they're going to be amazing. Yes. Right? Exactly yep. what happened in England. I did a, an interview with Matt Lucas. I, I've right. been saying for a long time that the guys that... Shout out to Matt Lucas. Yeah, the, the, the guys that were coaches... Um, sorry, the guys that were the fighters in the 90s and 2000s, uh, and I reeled them all off. Yep. Now they're retired and they're coaches. Look at the guys they've got, man. Right. They're in all the big promotions. Yes. Because they've got the IQ. They got swept a million times in the gym because they didn't know what to do right. in Thailand. They learned the IQ of fighting. They learned the rule set, you know, go hard in round four and clinching techniques. But when we went out there, we were like, hmm, what's going on? Right. We had no IQ, like no fight plan. We used to go in and have a tear up and do what you can. Right. If you went the distance with the tie, it was amazing. Right. Um, <laughs> And now it's changing. Like now, like we're we're challenging these top tier guys. This is in England, yeah. so it will come round for Canada, right? Yeah. But 
you want to keep holding back doing these these like smokers and like continuous or amateur shows in front of 200 people fine if you want to do that you do that yep but let's not let's right. let's think about it and you said something really cool which is it really sort of uh, lit my heart up actually because you turned around to me and said since the youth games you had some membership increases yes yes and that's what i want yep. it's not just about me and obviously the elite and stuff i want that to do well as well i want everyone's gym to do well yes. i'm looking around and seeing these videos of other people's gyms and they are busy. Yep. Yep. I'm hoping that maybe, maybe just a little bit of our promotion is helping advertise their gyms too. Yes. You know, the next generation and the kids, because the kids are what you what you need in your gym. Yep. You know? Yeah. I, I specifically have had four, four, just adults alone, four, ad, just speaking of them, four adults come back and go, listen, just this buzz that's created around here, I just I just want to be part of the buzz. I just, yeah. just want to be in the gym. I want to be part of it. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. And that's what you want, don't yep. you? You know, yep. helps everyone out. That's right. That's it's right. just the, the economy now for this sport, you know, Muay Thai in Alberta is more attended than other martial arts, Without more than karate, yes. more than wrestling, jiu-jitsu, more than MMA, you know, whatever that is with the wrestlings, etc. cetera. Yep. Um, and more than boxing, right? Yep. And uh, I think it's a golden period, especially in Canada, for Muay Thai at the moment. Yes. It really is. If you're a fighter now, like, and you're currently fighting or you've been on Muay Thai World Cup or you're coming through the ranks, you've got to be buzzing, haven't you? Without a you got to be like, wow. Like, yeah. imagine, but 10 years ago, you'd be like, oh, right. I might get an opportunity. Right, right. Now you will get an opportunity. And funny no. enough, another, another several messages I got from a lot of old school fighters was, you know, gee, you know, like the common consensus, gee, 10, 15 years ago, I wish, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And my response to that is, I, I, you're right. And like you just said, yeah, gee, I, you know, hoping to get a fighter, I got to pay $1,000 to fly over there. Well, okay, so m let's say you're 40, maybe you're, let's use me, maybe you're 40, uh, and yeah, maybe that opportunity for you to be in that limelight and have these opportunities to fight is gone, so get on board anyway. F go to your gym, help out, yeah. come to the events, be on social media, yeah. go to other gyms and help out. Help. Like, right, right. Yeah. Build this like, up. Right. Build I, this up. I, I'm just, I just love what's happening, and I just like helping. Like, I, yeah. Besides the commentating thing, I go, I'm just happy to help. Like, yeah, the community-based thing is each gym is an important fact of why people turn up to the gym. Yeah? Right, yeah. Obviously, keep fit, learn a, learn an art of martial arts, self-defense, all of those, lose some weight, etc. But a lot of the big aspects, people like to come and talk to other people and socialize, get away from their ordinary lives as right, such. You know? right. And that's what is part of it. And then if, the more people you get to the gym, the more buzz there is. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, everybody's happier. Yeah, yeah, I feel it in my gym currently. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, that was amazing. I loved when you told me that. I was like, yeah, this the plan of uh, when I first came here and told you what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were like, <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, well, I told you so. Yep. <laughs> I told you so. Yep. I told you four years ago that I would come here. I saw talent. There was loads of talent here, not just in Alberta or Calgary, but a, a talent across Canada. And I told you I was going to do something. Um, with a little bit of luck thrown in, I won't deny it. Sure. But massively just networking, uh, messaging people constantly, annoying people probably. <laughs> and then uh, getting people to believe done. in what I'm doing, but doing it, or at least massively having a go at it. Right? Right. And I will try everything possible because I, through and through, Thai boxing has changed my life for sure. Right? Uh, and I've seen the benefits of it and I want other people to experience the benefits. Times a million. Right. Yeah. You right. know what I'm feeling right now? I want people to feel that times a million. Right. Right. I got it's you. like when you train a fighter. I don't understand why coaches don't want them to be better than them. 
oh yeah well in my day you know <laughs> don't get me wrong i'll always refer back to my references but i want the guy i'm training to be way better than me yeah, chris is better than me there you <laughs> go. i don't have a choice yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's my point yeah so it's the same with this 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 thing i'm doing with tie boxing because i've got my i'm switched on a bit uh, i've had the experience of promoting and the massive thing i've done is networked for so many years like they're all old friends of mine or friends of friends and right we just talk you know right. and then i will reach out to them and then but i'm bringing them all together and we're creating something really special right yeah 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 and, and like i said i'm giving opportunities to people i don't want to be oh i'm giving opportunities i want to stop the opportunity i'm not that person sure it's everybody is on this table together right yeah and um if i can lead that just for a little bit and over the next 10 15 20 years i see this huge development and then we all of a sudden we start seeing canadian fighters winning one championship titles how amazing feeling would that be <laughs> be insane you know yeah so um, yeah it's and i always think of i i'd always like to think i'm always good at remembering where i came from and my roots and all that and i just think it's it's crazy to look at the announcement on wednesday was it last wednesday monday Mon monday but you would have you would have got it on uh tuesday yeah so technically it was like monday at 1 a.m your time right right but i i i had that video made before because right. everything got signed sealed delivered way before that uh so i was waiting for the announcement and then i thought well i'll just put a picture of me and chattery up first <clears throat> and i won't put the video up until it's canadian time on monday at you know uh i think it was uh no hey, well, well, I'm, I'm getting all the times mixed up okay. here traveling across yeah the yeah like it was on monday and of course i just posted a video out yeah uh, and just shared it across everybody's networks and uh it, it like i said it blew up so it was it was the perfect time to send out the video because from from my point of view what i see is obviously i knew about this talking to you a little bit yeah uh did that, you, did you? Uh, no <laughs> that uh you know i, I see you in, in chatry and all those people up there and so you're like oh there's you know it's crazy like, there's the real announcement like it was already crazy for me that like i hear you say that and you're like yeah cool my, my buddy kieran good luck it's gonna be awesome yeah but then i see you with all those people you're like yeah that's real man and then and then so you, you go through all that on your social media, like, wow, man, that what a great thing. And then the very next thing you see is this well-made video that clearly was waiting to come. And it just like, yeah! Listen, like... It was perfect. One of my me mega flaws, I've, I've got lots, one of my mega flaws is I, I get very excited and I, I'm not very good at, like, holding back news <laughs> when I... I noticed. Like, oh, I've got this fight coming up. And, like, and they're like, oh, what can see when we signed it? It was like, you're not allowed to announce it right. at all until we do. We got something very special planned. It was like fucking 10 weeks ago. Right, I've right. been holding on to this for 10 weeks. It's not, it's not a good thing for me. Right. It's one of my bad things in business that I, I just like that. Yeah, I get excited about things sure. like that. And, you know, so I had this video. And I literally called up Sean Davidoff. Right, listen, this is what's happening. I'm doing a one championship. And I want to do a video. Here's what I want to do in a video. He said, yeah, cool. So we filmed it. And it got made. And I just watched it. And I was like, it's so good. He's because Sean's amazing at his videos. Yeah. I said, like, yeah. so good. I really want to, I just can't, I have to wait. Like, you know, <laughs> so I had to appreciate the obviously one championship's uh, uh, wishes. Right. And, uh, but to be honest with you, like I said, them announcing it is, is the right thing to do. Sure. And then, of course, when we dropped the video of all the buzz still there and then bang, we dropped yeah, it. it They're like, wow. Perfect. Like, you know, yeah. yeah so, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect timing. It was good because the other promoters hadn't had anything ready. So right. I was laughing at them all, pointing <laughs> right. fingers, Gavin Fuller uh, in Australia. Of course, they're doing one. And Chris Tran in New York uh, with Warriors Cup is doing one. Um, there is, well, obviously, uh, there's already the one going on in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. 
but again, they just dropped like pictures. Right. Oh, mine's a video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, you're right. That's so we're looking at me is. going, you bastard. And I went, well. Why didn't you I'm, tell us? It's called preparation. <laughs> but they're, they're forgetting I was so excited for so long. Right. Like, you know. Right. So. You get on it right away on the plane without sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let's say um, a lot of news, a lot of moving parts. Let's just say, for example, um, so we're not dropping names, Chris McMillan. Chris McMillan's in the tournament. Hold on. Hold on. Does Chris want to? I don't know, Chris, you out there? You out of the bush yet, buddy? Shoot me a text. My phone's going to go off. <laughs> is, it, is this live? If it is, then... I wish. Oh, yeah, no kidding. We should have done it live. Yeah, no kidding. Um, um, so let's say let's say he, he he becomes part of this tournament. No, but you've told me Chris McMillan, so I'm crossing out someone's <laughs> name from that tournament and adding Chris McMillan. I'm just using him because he's is the Chris McMillan? Does Chris McMillan want to come out of retirement? No, I'm firing back questions to you. All right, well... Listen, here's what I can tell you is the second I even approach that topic, he legit gets pissed off. <laughs> so I, I try not what to. What about if I approach the topic and say, listen, $100,000. I know. Isn't he, doesn't he just, isn't he recently bought a house or a couple of yeah, years ago? Yeah, you bet. Think about this to his mortgage. That's it, man. Mortgage free. You can have another dog. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's going okay, yeah. to be, be fuming. Oh, yeah. But you Let's, are commentating on the next show, too. You already said on the last podcast, don't think I don't listen to these oh, things, Oh, that's Chris. right. I got it. And the white pants remark there when I talked about my silly white pants. <laughs> like, that's how I knew you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris McMillan, he's part of the tournament. <clears throat> he, wins, uh, he wins the quarterfinal, semifinal. He, may, he wins the final. Yep. Uh, so, obviously, there, there would be something um, that was set up now. I, I don't know if, if you know this far in detail, but is it like a, the winners of the one championships fight each other? Or is it just like, hey, good job, we'll, we'll throw you in a fight card? Like, is there any sort of like official entry into it or just that you won? You get a contract. Yeah. So yeah. you get a contract for them. Um, once you sign for them, uh, that comes through. Uh, obviously, has all the details in a contract. It's $100,000 like we talked Ooh, about. Doggy. Um, and you would then go onto the one championship cards, you know, the cards. And like I said, it's a good time because 2024 especially, uh, 2023, don't get me wrong, there's 52 events alone in Thailand right. and whatever else is on top. So there's loads of opportunities for people to fight. There's been problems over the last few years. COVID's obviously a big thing. They signed a lot of fighters and they couldn't get them on the cards. Right. Various different reasons. People weren't vaccinated maybe. Uh, people couldn't travel. People could, Their gyms weren't open during COVID. So there a lot of guys on the card who couldn't get fights, right? right. But now for 2023, that's changing. Right. So 2024 is an amazing time. Like, because it's going to be even more uh, expanded out, right? Right. So, right. Um, yeah, that's what will happen. Is so you you win a, the eight man or eight lady tournament, and right. you win that, um, uh, you will then automatically receive the contract for one championship, uh, and then um, let's be honest. I mean, the final was in November, but realistically, twenty twenty four, then you will be on one of those cards. Right. Right. Yeah. So with with the like so, are you, are you looking at like like contract being handed out the final the winner of the final that night on the yeah, Muay Thai World yeah, Cup? Yeah. Dude, that's um, crazy. Someone special is going to fly in for the final. Oh, there we give go. the contract. Okay, right on. Um, is are you willing at all to make if you had to if you're willing to come up with one outstanding Canadian that you're like that's who I see having a I'm not saying world champion world, one championship run but a good if not world championship run a good solid showing for Canada. Is there any names you got? To uh, be honest with you, it's actually a handful of okay. each, to be honest with you. Good. Uh, I was actually looking through. Um, there are some people that are going to go drop in weight or go up in weight to enter into the tournament, okay. which is okay. interesting. There are going to be a dark horse or two or three sure. into the tournament. Always. 
you can already guess like the the 125 pound female 145 pound male and 155 pound male that fight regularly on our events yeah you, you, you kind of got the top three in your mind sort of yeah, At least yeah. i do I yeah think. i do and then when all of a sudden like you start thinking oh hold on this is there's an american at that way also and then you you reach out to them and they're in the tournament and i'm like this isn't as clear cut as a lot of people think. Right, all of a sudden, yeah, it became yeah, a you know? hell of a tournament. Yeah, and you know, I, I follow uh, a lot of stuff. Because remember, like, the, the American market, although I've been, I've had people compete on, you know, back in the time, Lion Fight and a few other things, mm -hmm. Muay Thai in America was another one. Um, uh, the American market really is still relatively new to me. I'm still researching into it, having a look into it, who other promoters are, who what other fighters are coming through amateur fighters are coming through, mm -hmm. asking people. So I've followed what's gone on over the last sort of two or three years and seen these, some American fighters come through, other Canadians, and I've given them the opportunity to come into this tournament. And they're all in. Awesome. No, not one person said no. They're, they're all watching. They all see what the Muay Thai World Cup's doing. Yeah, but no, they're, but they're, they're, they're seeing this as an end goal for them. Like, wow, like, fuck, I could... Yeah, I could yeah. get a contract from this, right? Like, you here's, know, here's a step to what you want and see on TV on Friday morning. And explaining, like a lot of these guys, if they if they own a gym or they're a personal trainer or anything like that, for signing a contract to to one is not just the financial side; it's the advertising marketing side that can help boost their own business. Yes, there's so much to it, right? It's it's wild to think, like as we're just talking there, like the Muay Thai World Cup is the bridge between you fighting here and you going to one championship. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. That's the bridge. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You know? It's good, eh? It really is. Like, yeah, I just kind yeah. of put that in my own... Yeah, I think Holy that, shit. I think like the, the penny hasn't dropped for a lot of people yet. It's still like, wow, like you're in that euphoric stage at the moment. Yeah, me too. And then I think like come our next event in the fall, uh, it's going to be more... This is who the people are entering in. And I think it's going to become more, wow, this is real, yeah? Like, you know, right, like... Right, right. Yeah, so it's too. great. Yeah. Exciting um, times. Anyways. Agreed. Let's... uh. Let's move over a little bit too, because uh, now I see there's there's some matchups going on. Uh, uh, the Muay Thai World Cup itself. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a few matchups. First of all, I, I, it's not been posted yet. Sean, I promise we'll get you on the podcast soon, buddy. But Sean, I, I got an opponent. When when can I come on? Uh, <laughs> he didn't tell me, obviously. But are you willing to? Uh, can you really? Cannot that yet. yet. And okay. the reason why I cannot yet is because um, he only agreed. His coach only agreed with it yesterday by text as such. Okay. So. Um, no Yes, but he's going to be competing, which is good. So Sean Newby will be on the card. Awesome. Uh, the man-child himself <laughs> who is gets excited about absolutely everything. Love it. Keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I need more like, of that money. But like I said, like, you know, he's he loves all the cartoons, all the Marvels and stuff. I'm oh, like, yeah. you're a man. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, totally. I love teasing him just for that purpose. And <laughs> That's I, how I He do. loves donuts after fights and stuff. And <laughs> you got to remember, like... Uh, Obviously, when I used to compete, it was just literally after fights, we'd just get absolutely blind drunk. Of course. But all the latest fighters now, they're not into that really, are they? I know, yeah. Mm, let's go for a coffee. Right, Have a donut. Right. Ooh, I had a donut. You know, yeah. you know, like a fuck me. Even 100 years ago when I'd fight in Alberta, it was always like, hey, you want to take a fight? I'm like, where? And somebody would be like, usually it was Lethbridge because that was a good party time. Like, Lethbridge, like, oh, yeah, we're fighting in Lethbridge. <laughs> yeah, like, the party. I used, to, <laughs> oh, I used to have a, one of my training partners was a, a fighter called Rob Story. Rob Story Fort Sancho, actually. Um, okay, I know that name. Yeah, he's uh, one of my very, very good mates. And we used to try to get on the same fight card together <laughs> all the time. We call it promoters. Okay, look, listen, I'm fighting, but like, Rob's my training partner. He'd love to fight on the undercard, right? <laughs> Just to get <laughs> Just on. <laughs> he fight for free. And the reason being is we used to book a week off work after the fights. Right. And we would plan where we're going. Okay, on Tuesday <laughs> night, there's this local bar that does like two so for one So it's not drinks. even about the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. And then for a joke, if we ever got injured, like in training camp, we'd be like, oh, I'm out of the fight. 
like, oh, that means I can go on the piss earlier. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the, the, the coaches used to look at me and go, fucking like, <laughs> yeah, Exactly, driving crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and that's what it was all about. Like, you know, yeah. but, it, you know, times have changed. Obviously, <clears throat> fighters look after themselves yep. a hell of a lot more. They still don't make weight, though, do they? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, I, I'm going to put my put my words into this, what I think from my perspective is, right? You have a lot of nutrition coaches. You have a lot of these meal, meal plan guys. And don't get me wrong, right? They're, they're great, right? Okay, that's fantastic. A lot of them have never... <laughs> you don't mean that from yeah. how you said that. <laughs> a lot of them have never ever thrown a jab in their life, but whatever, right? right? So I get it, yes. They know more about the nutrition than I do, which is fine, okay. Now, the problem being is, is they strip them down, right? Okay, oh, I've, I've made weight so easily. I've not had to go in a sauna. Weight cutting is supposed to be hard. Okay, there are levels. Okay, okay, ridiculous. You know, being carried True. onto the scales is different. Right? I get mm -hmm. all of that. Weight cutting is is never is is a process in itself. Right, it's an art in itself. But with the problem now, what they're doing is is these guys go on these meal plans for say four to six to eight weeks, straight after a fight, like we just talked about. They're then going eating absolute garbage for for weeks on end. Yep. And what it is, your stomach gets used to this certain diet that you're having, this meal pan. Then you start eating crap, and they balloon up, yep. right? As well, before is, okay, we used to fight more regularly, so your weight would be lower. But before is, you just ate well. Right. Okay, and your body got used to eating well. You'd have some cheat days and stuff, whatever you want to call it. You just ate well right. all the time, looked after yourself. But where you're eating, like, oh, I've got to eat this berry, and it weighs... A, a gram and then I've you know two hours later I've got to have this because the nutrition coach has said right. it. so and then all of a sudden it's like fuck all that I'm not doing that again I'm just going to go out and eat 58 burgers in one day you know and then and now we're having problems with people making weight yeah right? you're right and that's the issue you're I right. think I, I, I that's my shout out on that that's and, right, man. and um You've more than earned your opinion in that fact, I'd say so. well you know like <laughs> I've, I've been there with people trying to make weight and stuff and um uh, over the years of people struggling or people making it easier. And the best advice of all is just look, look after yourself as much as you possibly can when you're not fighting. Right. Yeah, okay, you're still okay, okay training, and if you want to go and have a drink or you want to go and have a, a takeout meal and stuff, all of that, no problem at all. Right. Right, I get it after a fight, but don't continue this for months on end. Right. Because when it comes to weight cutting, and then all of a sudden people start blaming other people. That's true. You know, yeah, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. And then uh, now we're talking about a stage of, of people earning good money, and they've missed out on opportunities of earning good money because they didn't make weight. Right. Don't blame people, but yourself. Do you have that same theory on the one championship weight issue that happened? Uh, well, I think there's a lot of things to that. I think it was his first Amazon show, and I think a lot of the fighters had um, had to do a lot more media obligations. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at um, Conor McGregor once when he was on his rise. I don't know what fight it was. You'd probably know more about that than I would. He once criticized the amount of media work he had to do. Yep. What it was, he, it's a Mike Tyson scenario where he's a person from the streets and all of a sudden you boom into a celebrity, but you've not had that training. Right, you don't you know just, how to be a fuck? celebrity. You're from the streets, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know how to balance things. You need to balance things. And when you, when you get to that certain stage, your life is so hectic, it needs to be balanced. Right. You need to bring the right people in to balance it for you, of course. He didn't then. So I'm thinking... As a, as, a, as a possibility, if you look at like uh, Haggerty, for example, he was in LA 12 days before doing the announcement for Amazon Prime. And then he's in Singapore, the other side of the, of the world. Uh, no time to properly cut. You see what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Uh, it's training. Uh, and obviously when you're flying, you're, you're on the flight, you're like, oh, uh, you know, can I do a weight cut on the flight? It's hard and you retain stuff. 
uh, and things like that. So that maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. But it and was it, weird. There was nine. But you know? yeah, but the, sometimes you look at UFC like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, just, last week, yeah. All I said is you just got to try. These guys have look up, got to look after themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because when the phone rings, sometimes oh, you want to find two weeks. Be ready. Yeah. Now. And yeah. you know what's funny? You know who told me that a long time ago was Trevor Smandich when he was like 19, 20 and fighting and, and he said, ah, He you still know. looks 150 pounds, whatever he was. Oh, and 19 years old. I know. Trevor, you want a tournament, buddy? Yeah, actually. He <laughs> would sell a lot of tickets, wouldn't he? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw him at the Petrosian seminar. That's Boy, right. he still digs. He Trevor's still man. goes for it. Damn right. I was like, oh, like, do you want to come back as a legend fight? Fountain of youth. <laughs> he is, isn't he? That's right, yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. looks amazing. Um, and he said, you know, Mike, you know, stop, you know, it doesn't really want me to, and even for me, it was a little trivial as a teenager. It doesn't really want me to balloon up and eat garbage in between fights. And I'm like, well, who cares? You're done fighting. He goes, yeah, but if you kind of hang around the weight and eat healthy, there's way more opportunities than not. Like you can just take a fight on two weeks if you tune up. And when I started doing that, I, I all of a sudden had like 10 unexpected fights and they go. all turned out great. And I'm like, I, I didn't realize at the time. I'm like, holy shit, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Your career's over like literally to snap your fingers, right? It sure. really is. How many careers got ended in the last three years because of COVID? Yeah, absolutely. Know? But it, it is like all these unexpected things happen and yep. you're making it worse or losing opportunities by not looking after yourself from this short period of your life, really, you know? Right. right. So. Good call. Um, so just for my own curiosity, moving on here. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I'm going to talk about the, the Muay Thai World Cup fights here. Yeah. So. Uh, obviously, we have Steph and Hope. Yep. Uh, Steph Quigg and Hope Quinn are gonna be battling out for Hope's title. Yeah. So this is obviously demand. a rematch. It's, it's, it's a demand, like you know, oh, like the never? first fight was uh, was was uh, close. I, I still, I mean, obviously, I'm, it's it's difficult for me to say because you're gonna see like, oh, he's biased. But for me, I had Hope winning. I, I'll always tell the truth, right? Yep. Hope won for me the fight. She damaged her foot, of course. I think in the last part of round did four. She never? Her foot was smashed, as you see yeah. the picture of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm not saying in any way, of course, um, that changed the fight, but Steph then started to put the pressure on in the last round, especially. Uh, Hope was moving away because I told Hope, move. I said, move because you're winning the fight. Yeah. So let's move because if you keep kicking with that, your foot's fucked, basically. You're right. not, it is fucked, but you're going to make it even worse and you're, you're going to have to take an eight count or something. So she stuck to the plan and it worked. And I still believe that she won the fight. But it... It's fair enough. I'll give the rematch. It deserves a rematch. Yeah, yeah. Without fail, it deserves yeah. a rematch. Quig, of course, came back with a couple of uh, wins. Mm -hmm. uh, one was on my show against uh, Juliana, of course, McDermott. Yep, good and win. then she fought on um, a Smandit show. Uh, not a Smandit show, a, 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 a Bellegarde show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, right. That's yeah, right. against an American girl, I think. And so she's come back nicely. Yeah. Um, and uh, they wanted the rematch. Great. I think... It's the right thing to do, and Hope is. Didn't even, she's like, yeah, okay, you know, it's nice. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He created enough uh, stuff on the internet and social media to make the fight happen. Um, it's the fight to make, um, so let's do it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously I keep talking about it. Watch it on YouTube. Their first go, uh, that was really fun. And um, the, the other thing I really like too, like like I said, um, yeah, like you know, winning or losing, I don't really care. Like. I, I want a good fight. That's that's what I want more than anything. And there's there's a lot of promotions out there. Uh, boxing's terrible for that, right? Like there's one guy that's clearly going to crush the other guy. I, I don't I don't care to really watch those. I want good fights. I don't care who you are. If yeah. you're losing record, but, I don't even care. I just want a good fight. That that's the, that is the Muay Thai in you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, initially, like UFC used to have, like you'd literally like you fought in UFC, you had the hard fights. But they've changed. They've changed a lot Without of ways. Yeah. Um, there are some fighters now that are very popular 
and UFC are holding them back because they're getting the popularity up. Yep. They're giving them easier fights to win, obviously. That's right. Yep. Selling out stadiums, and then eventually they'll put them onto the stage when they're ready. That's development. Without a doubt, yeah. What they're doing. Uh, I mean, one championship is at a stage where all the guys are top tier. You better be developed. Yeah, but but it's changing <laughs> again, yeah? Yes. yes. They're, they're doing their own developments, career developments. So is UFC. Boxing, of course, goes way back where you'd have 15, 20, 25 fights before easier fights, you know? Yep. You might win a crappy world title or something. Yeah. Like, you know, and then eventually you put your name on the map. And again, you just it'd be like one way. It's like so obvious. Yeah. The beauty of Thai boxing is, is for Muay Thai, is these guys fight each other five, six times sometimes. The yeah. big guys yeah. fight each other. <laughs> oh, you lose, no problem. But it was exciting. I want to watch it again. Like, right. you know, different mind, we have a different mindset. Yeah. Losing records don't matter. As no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, yeah. look at Sanchez. lost like 40 times. That's but, right. That's one right. 400 or something That's silly. Right. But you get the point, yeah? Yeah. Um, and, and although that actually sounds funny, if you, let's say it's 40 and 400, you go, oh, but he won 400. But yeah, if you think about it, so he lost 10% of his fights. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now we also, and so I, I'm looking forward to this, this matchup as well. I, I, what I really love is that, that fight between them the first time just seemed to have lit a fire underneath both of them and they have been on a tear since then. Like, uh, Stefan and Hope, yeah. and I'm a, like, this is, this is, I'm so excited for this rematch, just, not just based on their first fight, but just the run that they've been on too, like, absolute tear. And so, the title fight, when you look at the Canadian picture, makes sense. Like, they had their fight. They did their own thing, beat up a bunch of other women. It makes sense that you guys do it again, yeah. the girls do it again. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Um, Eric Rocha, Kyle Messenger. Yep. As I posted, round six. <laughs> yeah, you did. You know, like, like going back to the honesty of it, um, a lot of people thought Kyle won the first fight. But I was the first one to turn around to Kyle and said, no, you lost the fight. Mm -hmm. Um uh, Kyle had started very strong. Mm -hmm. uh, he'd gassed, actually. Um, after the fight, he was uh, sick for a while. Oh. Yeah, I, I think he, he made a mistake on the weight cut. or okay. I don't think he put on much weight after the weight cut. It just wasn't right, you know? He sure. came out very strong, very hard. And Eric then played the game very smart and then scored nicely in round four and five, especially good turns, good uh, movement in the clinch. And he won the fight fair and square, in my opinion. However, it was very close. Mm -hmm. uh, both guys did a lot of damage to each other. And mm -hmm. Kyle came back with obviously a good victory against Abdul Haddad, yep. uh, which was a great fight. Um, Eric, of course, went for the championship title and came up short against an on fire, let's be honest, Jake Peacock, yep. who's absolutely on fire. On fire. Uh, and to lose to him is no, you know, not, it's not, it's just, to be honest with you, he was, he's just a very top tier North American fighter at the moment. You know, yep. he's, not, he's on a fucking run of unbelievable. That's right. And hurting people. That's right. So, um, but regardless of that fight, uh, it's, it's still a very good fight. It's a very, very 50-50 match still. Yes, yes, know? absolutely. So. And, uh, and like I, I, I'm hoping, assuming that we'll just, if it goes the distance, we'll see around 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking of that, like, you know, those two guys, when you give those guys a contract to write down and they see their names, like, I wonder if either one of those guys had to be like, oh, oh no, like... I'm going to be mangled for a few days. Like, I wonder if any of that went, went through their heads because I, I assume they must look at their fight last fight and be like, well, hell, I'm just go, I'm going to get after it again just as hard. Yeah, yeah. That's the hope. I hope yeah. As, yeah. A, as a fight fan. Um, now I see that you also just announced uh, uh, Tim Lowe versus Markel Waterburn. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I know this was supposed to happen before in the past. Um, now, this one was fairly quiet. Uh, how did this one come about? Like this, The last one, they were both very vocal. This one was pretty quiet, and boom, there it was. How did this come about? Uh, well, I mean, the fight was due to happen before. Yeah. Um, and 
I have to take my hat off to Mark Hales because that guy messages me every other day for the last three years. I want Tim Lowe. I want Tim Lowe. And, and, That's how you do it. And yeah. And, you know, he's gone on any time it's come up, Tim Lowe fighting or a talk about Tim Lowe. He'll always comment. So I just said, you know what? Let's just make this fight. There you go. It, it just makes sense. I, I, I want um, activity. I like uh, Tim's team a lot. Um, I like uh, what Mark's bringing to the table for this fight. Yep. Um, and I think it's just a good fight to, to make. I mean, listen, Mark's vacated the belt because he went on to international and obviously right. world title right. status. So the, the title is vacant. Mark Hale has constantly told me, I want the WBC belt. Well, now's your opportunity, buddy. And um, Tim Lowe is uh, a, a veteran too. They're both veterans. It makes a lot of sense this fight to happen. Yeah, yeah you for know? sure. Yep. I don't. I. I. I can't see this fight going more than three rounds. I two big two. guys again. <laughs> you know, like you're looking at nearly four hundred pounds it's in there of, come deep. fight day. Yeah. Uh, these guys don't usually go the distance. You know. That's so, right. Yeah. 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 And that's going to be a fun one. And oh, and that is for the uh, cruiserweight title. It is cruiserweight Canadian WBC title. Um, and then we also have uh, Rich Fam, obviously versus Jake Peacock. Yep. Now, Rich has been fairly inactive. Uh, as most people have been for the various reasons. Uh, but, but you know, on, on paper, when you look at the number one, number two, number three, man, this is a hell of a matchup. This, for, and this is for Jake's Canadian title, yes. right? Yes. Defense, yeah. Awesome. So I don't see a lot of Rich Fam on social media very much and, and stuff. Uh, has this been in your pocket for a while, or did they contact you? Did you contact um, them? How did this no, come it's, about? Um, fam's always been, we've always wanted to put Fam on a show. He was initially going to fight on my November 219 show, my first ever Moita World Cup. Okay. He got injured, so he couldn't fight. Um, and then, uh, obviously, inactivity during COVID period delayed everybody. Mm -hmm. But um, I always heard good things about him. He throws lots of numbers, uh, very quick, yep. moves really well, a bit different. Yep. So does Jake. He moves very different, yeah. you know? Um, and... I, I I heard over the, the period of the last two years, this would be a good fight to make. So Jake won the, the belt. Who else is there really in, in Canada for him to fight? There are, there are a couple. Oh, know, yeah, you're right. You're there right. are a couple. Yeah. But really, this is the one to make. <clears throat> so I, I called up uh, Richard and said, look, do you want to make this happen? He said, yeah. He wanted to try and get like, one more fight in before fighting Jake just because of inactivity purposes. Sure, that's, that's a big And fight. then he said, you know what? I spoke to the coach. We're going to stay injury-free because he's had some injuries. We're injury-free at the moment. Let's not take another fight and risk that. Yep. It's a big golden opportunity for him. Yep. And uh, I think it's a hell of a fight. I agree. So, yeah. yeah. And is that going to be the main event? Yes. Awesome. There you go. So there's your main event. Uh, have, is there any other matchups? I think it's been that we've seen those four. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Just for the moment, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And uh, do, you, do you know how many fights we're looking at? Twelve. Twelve fights total. Yeah. Okay, nice. That's going to be awesome. And when the date, hopefully Monday, today being Friday. Yeah, Monday. So over the next few days will be an announcement. It's just uh, the powers that be, as I mentioned earlier, have delayed a meeting uh, with all our processing of paperwork. But it, it's good. But we are not allowed to. You, you have to wait for an official number to come back. And you, you, this number is then your license. And I see. And then we can go from there. That's all we're waiting for. I see. Okay. So, so where do you see this um, road to one Muay Thai World Cup? Like you said, nobody wants to stay stagnant and keep doing the same thing. You do one show, you do two, three, four, seven different tournaments, whatever. Where do you see in your mind, where is the Muay Thai World Cup road to one 
Where is this in 10 years? Um, Five to 10 In years. all the major stadiums across Canada. Yeah, why there not? you go. Yeah. Saddle Dome. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, why not? Uh, hell it yeah, can build. I'm agree. telling you, it can build to that. Uh, not yet, admittedly. Um, but all these places um, across North America have these big, big stadiums. Why not? Why not think like that? That's how I think, you know? Imagine oh, I love that. it, man. Imagine that... selling out the Saddle Dome. How, uh, what's the capacity of the Saddle Dome? 17,000? I think it's 17,000. Yeah, it was se 16, 17, 18,000. Yeah. Imagine that, you know? <laughs> unheard of. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Fantastic opportunity for... Um, for fighters, promoters, coaches, gyms in the area to all boost from this. And, and I just want to say, uh, I, I'm sure some people just heard that the Saddle Dome thing went, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. I also just want to quickly throw something to you guys that just kind of scoffed at that. Maybe, and maybe you didn't, but if you did, um, how many other times did you scoff at all these other announcements that exactly, happened, yeah. you know, didn't happen, right? Uh, of course, <laughs> the other big thing is, is television. That's what I want to, that's cool. what we, we've been aiming for for a long time. I don't believe we're, that, we're ready just yet, but we're very close to being ready. Perfect. All right, for, I love for it, TV. And that's what we want. It's a regular time slot on a television channel. You know, one of the, the North American channels, of course, because then that gives other opportunities for sponsorships um, and exposure for the promotion, but also all the fighters on the card. Bro, like, is this real life? Is this I know. Real life? Yeah. Well, listen, you don't <laughs> aim high. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so on that subject, then, um, let's break it down smaller. How, let, let's just talk about the next show. How can people from the Calgary area help? How can people from Alberta help? And how can people from Canada help? How do we help oh, build yeah. the Moidu? Obviously, like, go to your gym. Support your fighters that are on, on the shows. Yeah. Uh, follow the fighters that are on the shows on social media. Um, if you can build them up and put them into contact for a, a guy that's a sponsorship opportunity for them. Right. Attend the events. If you can't attend events, go on the pay-per-view. Share the pay-per-view right. to people. Just Tell people you're going to the event. Actively go be a part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just be a part of the community. If you want to be, if you don't want to be, I get it. Like, of course, you know, of course. You know. yeah. But if you like fighting, it, um, this is, and you don't even want to compete yourself, but you like watching fight shows. We're in this this transition period now, which is now like everyone's like, wow. Like you're going to be going to shows that you're going to start seeing potentially like the next future stars. You know, yes. this, this kid's good. Right. When's he next fighting? There's actually a chapter now. When's he next fighting? We know when he's next fighting. Right. He's going to be in this tournament. Right, right. That's for, who's, what's this kid about? Like, you know? So um, Invest yourself a little bit. Invest yourself. Yeah. It, it, but like I said, support your gym. Yeah. Support your fighters. Get behind them. It all starts there. Because at the end of the day, uh, fighting nowadays more than ever is an obvious business. The more you bring to the table, the more opportunities you will get. Yeah. Sounds bad. It's truth. You, yeah, like Conor McGregor, yes, he could fight. Obviously, we know that he could knock people out. But on top of that, he could talk. He had people around him pushing him. Mm -hmm. Right. He then realized he can get his whole country behind him. Yep. Literally, Ireland behind him, watching yep. him. Right. Yep. And then he took every opportunity that that was there. Yep. And took it. And <clears> if you, now Conor McGregor will always be, he can lose five in a row. He'll always be the, the headline for a fight. That's right. That's how it goes. He and brings something so big to the table. I'm not saying, by the way, fighters can always bring what he brings to the table, but push yourself. Get out there. Tell all your friends right. that you're competing. But what what he did, what Conor McGregor did to Ireland, like we just talked about it with around here, people coming to the gym. Uh, I'm friends with uh, uh, um, uh, Keen Cowley, who's yep, one, of Connor, Cowley, yeah. one of Conor's yep. buddies. And he said... Uh, 
it's amazing how Connor goes and fights and becomes famous. I have 50 people at my door the next day, all standing southpaw. Yeah, yeah. Connor McGregor, where That's do it. I sign? Where? How can I give you my money? That's it. So I see that effect again we just talked about. Yeah, yeah the shadow effect. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's real. So, um, well, I want to help out because this is my community, and I do love fighting, and I want every part involved. So, if you're a fighter. Uh, that's fighting on the Muay Thai World Cup. Just shoot me a message. Let's get you on here. Let's, yeah. Let's get people following you Absolutely. and your social media so they get invested. Absolutely. That's how people get and like invested. I said, like people like to back their own people as such. Right. There's nothing better than watching a, a friend of yours or an associate of yours step into the ring, <laughs> but you rule them on. Right. You know. Right. Win, lose, or draw. You're behind them, but it's the entrance, and you see them a video of them them having an interview. You're like, yeah, that's my buddy, man. Right. You right. know, like yeah, they and love you, that, don't they? And you know what's funny? It used to piss me off when I was fighting a hundred years ago. When I'd be in the ring, and I would just look out and see my buddies just pissed. Go fucking get him, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah. God, I was wish I was you right now. I hate you. Like, <laughs> Uh, anyway, so so th- there's my call to fighters on the Muay Thai World Cup. Uh, I'm I still haven't done the Zoom thing yet. I'm I'm still trying to learn it. But if you're if you we can't sit down, uh, let's figure it out on Zoom. Like I, I want to make this happen. So so fighters. Well, the uh, other thing you could do is do that um, as a tester. Also, is do that Instagram live, but you can record them. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can record them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. Okay. For you to well, do. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah? Good. Yeah. So that, that, that's going to be my, that's how I want to help out. And of course, commentate and do anything else I can. Um, I do have, so you, we obviously put out a thing a few years or a few uh, hours ago about questions. Go for it. All right, I got 10 questions. I wrote them down with my chicken scratch here. <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> Jesus, <clears throat> how long is that? <laughs> here we go. Number one, why did you choose Canada? Uh, I had oh, job opportunities. Um, in uh, all over, actually, uh, San Diego was one. People are going to go, "What? You chose here over San Diego?" A whale's vagina. Oh, you know, there you go. Anchorman. No, oh, yep, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, good. Um, <laughs> oh, why did you say that? Yeah, yeah. Um, a job, a job opportunity in Australia too. Um, but when I came here with Charlie Peters, when he fought Hakeem, yep. my uncle lives here. He's in his seventies now. He's been here fifty plus years, and. Um, he took me after that fight. He took us to uh, to the Rockies, Banff, and I was like, "Wow, wow!" I always loved mountains, by the way, because before that, a year or two before that, I was in Los Angeles. I went to Big Bear Mountain. Oh yeah. And Brian Dobler said, "You love mountains, man, don't you?" And I went, oh, "I love mountains. Hmm. I love the power of them. Whatever they are, they bring phenomenal." Yep. So, um, and when I saw the mountains, I was like, "Jesus!" Like it's just amazing. And then I started to look into to this area, and I found out like the Good education for kids, no, not much crime. Um, uh, Workplaces are uh, extremely like people stay in jobs for long periods here. Right. And of course, then I knew Francois, of course, from oh, yeah. uh, 10, 12 years before in Thailand. And I reached out to him and I was like, well, this makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of things happening here which make a lot of sense. Right. So there you go. That's the answer. Oh, and I can tell you that I, I went fishing at Grotto Mountain and just posted a couple of pictures and some guy that I'm, I've followed for years named Kieran Kettle is just like, hey, where the hell are you? And I'm like, holy fuck. What the hell is Kieran? Why are you commenting on my shit? And then funny enough, here you are a year later. There you go. Yeah. Grotto Mountain. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you plan to continue with the, WP, the WBC path now with the, with the 1FC as the main hub soon? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, without, without fail, because the WBC are its own a huge entity. Um, but the, again, this talks about the progressions period of the, the juniors to amateurs to getting into rankings, to trying to go for WBC belt. 
uh, maybe international. And then maybe we can talk about, if you're good enough, we think, then going on to one championship, right? Right. So you'd always have that path. Right. But the WBC itself, I mean, look at the world champions. That's right. You know, um, the WBC world champions are phenomenal. And some of them now fighting in one also That's or right. have done fought in one. So, uh, and also don't forget, you're not always exclusive to one. There are fighters that fight outside of one. That's too. right. That's right. You've got to give them enough notice. So that's that's not a problem at all. Awesome. And and again, the beauty of this this uh, contract with one is, yes, it, one will always have a say over who you're fighting, etc. In terms of in the one championship, right? But Muay Thai World Cup will also have a say as well and help you to say, okay, you can't fight in one championship for another six months. Hmm. But here, what you can fight in Muay Thai World Cup, right? So we're giving people regular fights. At the end of the day. Yes, people want to get paid, but first and foremost, people want to fight regularly. Right. Yeah, yeah that's where it starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, of course. So, yeah. Okay, well, good. So there you go, WBC, staying around. Um, number three, <clears throat> what can we expect with the first 1FC show? 12 fights, f uh, three quarterfinals. The first time ever in, in Canada, you're going to see Muay Thai with MMA gloves or four-ounce gloves, should we say. We should oh never say MMA God. gloves. We should say four-ounce four gloves. Ounce, yeah. I'm expecting a dark horse to qualify. I'm expecting to see a new hero. I'm expecting to see guys that we know that are going to perform well, perform to another level. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as, for example, when these performance bonuses come out in one championship, if you don't notice, ties are fighting differently. <laughs> There's times that they're the just knocking the people out. Yep. They're like, 50 Gs, yeah. I'm knocking you out. Yep. They're not like holding back and just saying, okay, let's not get injured for three rounds because right. I can fight again in two weeks. They're like, fuck that, I'm just going to go bang. Life-changing So mind. this is what I mean. So people are going to they're gonna step up. Yep. I think you're going to see another level. Yes. That's what I want. That's, what I want. Yeah. that's right. So, that's right. Yeah. Canada has to level up. North America does. Yeah. Um, number four, any names that we can expect on the first show? I cannot give you the names. I wish I could. But like I said, the three weight classes, 125-pound female, 145-pound male, 155-pound male. If you look at our previous shows, some of those names will be on that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. He's figured out a bit. <laughs> um, number five. Did the Muay Thai World Cup approach 1FC or did 1FC approach the Muay Thai World Cup? Uh, good, good question. Who's that from? Can you <clears> say? <throat> it's from you, isn't from it? From me. <laughs> oh, well, you? Yeah. yeah, you did the best question. <laughs> so um, this actually come about one month in to the first month of COVID. Mm. Uh, what happened is um, I had approached one championship. We were talking about, because I was still managing Charlie Peters uh, with one championship, because at the time, right. you know, we were talking about that. And Charlie was talking to me and back and forward. Uh, I tried to get a couple of other guys from England into one championship, but COVID period obviously delayed everything. Yep. I was then talking to someone in one championship and I was like, listen, I've got this... Uh, organization um, I think I'm seeing the fans here and they're really big and the crowds are really big and I think um, it would be massively supported if you ever thought about doing shows outside of Asia at one point they're like yeah we will do but because of COVID sure. we're not too sure what's happening right. the the seed and so um, a member of one championship I don't want to say his name because it's not fair to him flew out to meet me during mm. COVID period okay and looked at the venues, uh, sat down with me. Uh, we had a talk. Um, we went through some various different things. 
And he just said, the problem we're having is COVID. We don't know how long this is going to go on for, but we'd like to potentially do one championship, actual one championship events. Mm. But we have to see what happens with COVID. Uh, so I had to sit on that <clears throat> for a while. You know, we, we talked back and forward. And then when things started to open up, um, just before, so when I brought over Giorgio Petrosi and his manager is Carlo de Blasi. And Carlo de Blasi, if you don't know who he is, is one of the most amazing promoters there is. Okay. In uh, He's from Italy. He's phenomenal. Mm. He owns Oxygen. But he's done uh, Bellator, kickboxing, Bellator MMA before. He's done that Venom oh, fight yeah, series. Yeah. He's done various different shows. So that's all through him in Italy there? Yeah, yeah all okay. through him. Okay. Yeah, he, okay. 10, 11, 12,000, 15,000 people at yeah. events. He did it Showtime back in the day too. Oh, nice. In Italy. When, yeah, it's just an amazing like how his system works. He's really good at hyping up and marketing and connecting and uh, all those sort of things. I started speaking to him and he said, look, they're, one championship is starting to look and scout for more talent because they're going to make an announcement very soon. Bearing in mind this was December or January. Mm. They're going to make an announcement very soon which will change the scope of for, for Muay Thai. But they can't tell, not even me yet. Right. But they're doing something called The Road 2. Huh. And I was like, I explained that I'd met someone. Right. And he went, well, reach out to this guy now. So I reached out to them and they were literally, yeah, we can do that. No problem. We know who you are. Nice. So I was like, oh, this is great. So we started talking back and forward. Um, and then the deal came through two, three months later. Mm. And then here we are now. There you are. Yeah. Damn. Right on. So the answer is Muay Thai World Cup approached 1FC. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I, I assume we kind of already talked about this. Our show is going to be both Muay Thai World Cup and 1FC, or is it just like a 1FC show and a Muay Thai No, there'll be World both. Cup? But obviously, like, um, we'll have, like, uh, let's do an example. We do a quarterfinals, then we'll have one, two Muay Thai World Cup fights. Quarterfinals, one, two Muay Thai World Cup fights. Quarterfinals, you know? Yep. So there's little gaps in between. Of course, yep. And then with the semis and, and the finals, obviously there'll be the gap fillers in between within the Muay Thai World Cup and WBC Perfect. title fights. Yeah. Perfect. Um, number seven, overall, how do you think the Canadians are going to do in one FC? So actually, oh, by the way, I got pulled up on this. It's not called one FC anymore. I was no. going to message you when you, oh, but okay. you already put the post up. It's just called one championship. One now. championship. Done. Because I, I, I did a video, my initial video said one FC, and they said yep. no, we're not one FC no more. We changed it years ago. And did you? Because oh. still people refer it to as that. It's yeah. easier to say. It's yeah, only five letters. <laughs> now, how will they do? Right. Okay, well, I tell is. you what. Actually, they're going to do better than people think. We go back to the junior games. Canadians did better than people thought. Me too. Me right. too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. But I told you, like, we'll have one or two that will come through. We'll just show that extra bit of guts. Yep. That's what happens, yeah? Yes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this happens in one. Again, uh, I wouldn't want them to, to go in like, oh, straight away, you win the 155 pound. Oh, by the way, your next fight's Merrick Gregorian. Right. Like, that's not going to happen, right? You know, like, you know what I mean? If you don't um, like somebody, maybe. Yeah, but I think they're going to do better. And purely because going back to it is because they're going to get the three fights with the four-ounce gloves. Major experience right there. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So they're ready. Yeah. Right. So I think they're going to do better than people give them credit for. Right. Yeah. I, I, I thought one place where recently, and no any shade at all, but one place where I thought you saw somebody who had their first go in in four-ounce gloves and go, oh, shit, this is a bit different, was Amber Kitchen versus Diandra Martin. Like, yeah. You know, she got punched a few times. You could tell, like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's not, doesn't quite feel the same. No, it's know? completely different. Yeah. 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 Uh, number eight, we're going to skip because we, it's been the whole podcast. And so how does this, how is this going to work? Well, oh, there you go. Talking about the whole damn yeah. thing. 
Number nine, I have no idea who did this, but uh, man, are they brilliant. <laughs> one answer. You only get one word. Oh, okay. Shavalo or Bryant? <laughs> fact, you're even thinking about it. It's not good. <laughs> I'm going to say Brian because uh, Brian has bought me beers before and Chevello hasn't. I had to buy Chevello drinks. I wasn't happy about oh, it. Oh, there you go. No, I'm joking. No, joking. that's fair. No, that's I, know, fair. I actually know Chevello very well. Uh, I actually co-commentated with him a couple of times cool, in Dubai. Um, uh, there was a show out there. I can't remember the name of the show. Butter Hurry was on the show. And uh, me and Chevello did the commentary together. Nice. Yeah. That'd he is... A fucking expert at that. Let Don't me go. tell you, like, uh, yeah, very good at taking the lead. Very good at giving you time. Right. Uh, very articulate. He knows his timing. Uh, how to switch off from one to the other. Yeah. Very quickly. But again, he does it week in, week out. So you're going to. But at the same time, he's got that job because he's fucking good at it. Damn right. right so. Do you remember... Uh uh It wasn't that long ago where they kind of did like two back-to-back shows. It was like almost like 20 hours of fights yeah yeah i think it was more than only like three shows it was literally just a covid finish and they just released right. recorded shows didn't they and he well, did three days on a spin or something crazy right. like that yeah, yeah. And, and he was the commentator for the whole thing yeah yeah and didn't miss a beat no so the fact that you put me above him i appreciate that thanks man well it's only because you buy me beers and you have bought me a couple of bottles <laughs> no, of whiskey no. and rum and rum no no that's not the reason not listening <laughs> uh all right man so we're getting near the end of this thing uh is that all the questions that was it that was, oh, was okay. 10 questions okay. 10 I'll check my phone real quick in case there's a few more. But oh, oh, before we're uh, be. before we're calling it a day, is there anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, I mean I think we've covered basically. I think we've covered basically everything that I can reveal. I'm not like, oh, look at me with the secrets. It's not. It's just because I need to. I can't release certain names because they've tentatively agreed, and we obviously need that written down. But our next show will have everything, all the information for the following year. Um, and, you know, like I'm excited about it. Like I said, we've got five Moita World Cup shows. Three of those shows will be Moita World Cup presents Road to One. Fort McMurray, of course, is two of those. One at the start yeah, and one at the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, Kyle was going to be doing his Moita World Cup juniors. Right. Which is awesome. Maybe two, maybe three, I don't know. Um, uh, and then we have the Nationals for juniors, which the winners go to the Americas games, which we talked about. Oh, God. And then the following day will be the adults. And the winners oh, okay. for that will go to the Venice for the WBC Amateur Games. 18 to 23-year-olds. Oh, I see. See okay. development, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. uh, cool. So it, it's just so many shows. Yeah. So many shows next year. Man, that's great. Yeah. It's uh, So so it, to me, this podcast was great. I, I've been getting a lot of questions. I'm sure you have too. And just questions I see floating online. So it was perfect to sit down and, and uh, hash these questions out that people had. Uh, here's what I learned is from that announcement and, and obviously from this podcast, it's a... Uh, Hold on to your fucking hats. Here we go. We're, we're, we're going. You know, like... Uh, listen. Like, I couldn't be excited. More excited. I'm stoked. Yeah. No, and, and everyone should be excited. Damn you know, right. because, like I said, I think we've... We're in a... It, it was... It was very, like, plateaued out. Okay? Yes. Uh, I came in. And I was like, all right, let's change these things. But I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm not this person. Oh, I did this and I did that. I did not. Yep. I had to have help from so many different people to help to help me to get to, to where I am now. Um, but like I said, I think we're going to go into an amazing era of Thai boxing, God Muay Thai, right. in Canada. I really do. Man, and lucky. North America. That's right. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Man, we're lucky that way. Uh, all right, sir. I know you got to be somewhere in an hour. Me too. Um, anybody out there, if you have any questions, 
obviously you can shoot them to me or to Kieran up regarding this. And uh, fighters, please, I'm calling you out, Steph, Hope, Kyle. Yeah, get on it. Yeah, let's get on it. Let, let's let's talk about your upcoming fight. I mean, Mark Hale's in Thailand, but when he comes back, that'd be great. Yes, yeah, you know? yeah, isn't, yeah. He's in Calgary, right? Isn't he? Or he is in Calgary, but he's in Thailand at the moment. I don't know how long for. Yeah. But why don't you do this? Yeah. How many microphones have you got? I got three. I'll buy seven if we want. Think like, about it. Yeah, that's true. Think about what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I Tim hear you. Tim Lowe on one side, Mark Hale on the other side. Uh-huh. You in the middle. <laughs> yeah. You probably need a security guard too. I've seen that before. Chris, Chris McMillan. <laughs> Why not? He can be my security. <laughs> Why not do that? Call I'm it. all in, man. Call it, Jason. Okay, I will. I'm going to try to set this up because I also want to know that I also want to you know that my, my uh, RSSP, LMNOP, however I put this on, uh, has just recently said that they're also hosting uh, video podcasts. So awesome. I'm on it. I'll, let's do it for real. Yeah, why I'll, not? I'll make it happen. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Let's, uh, let's call it a day. Anything else? Nope. I, am, I think that's enough information. Beauty was a lot. <laughs> Muay Thai World Cup in one. Here we go, guys. Um, I'm going to try to revive that podcast with Zach Many Moons. Word on the street is I might be able to do it. If not, I want to sit down with him again and chat because that was a hell of a talk. Uh, thank you again, Mr. No Kettle. Problem. Thank you very much for your time as always. Fucking let's go. Can't wait.